Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the Scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callis. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church. Serves our North Campus pastor as well as our Salem, or not our Salem Campus pastor, our online pastor. Uh, grateful for you joining in, listening here on uh, on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Uh, we're continuing in our series uh, or through the text of 1 Corinthians. If you don't have the reading plan, scroll down to the notes below the sh- uh, sermon notes, the show notes below, and you'll find that link to that. Uh, the, the plan there to click on it, print it off, screenshot it, whatever you need uh, to do. Uh, so Dennis, before we hop into 1 Corinthians chapter 3 today, uh, could you share with people, that's a question I really like asking all of our people, how did you come into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Well, um, we uh, touched on this the uh, day before yesterday, I think, with uh, my father-in-law uh, Glenn's uh, lifestyle or effect the gospel on him got me to thinking there's something to this. So mm-hmm. um, Beth and I were in Richmond for about nine months. We moved to Roanoke, and uh, the, the hand of God was hot on our heels. Uh, but I was still resisting. But um, several people we knew, and Beth's sister was one of them, was going to First Wesleyan Church here on Peters Creek Road. Uh, Steve Wingfield uh, was the pastor and just a great evangelist. It's the gifting of evangelism. And he uh, he left a couple years after we went to First Wesleyan to start his own evangelism thing. But he uh, uh, you know, just presented the gospel in such a way that, uh, you know, it just really just, just like a thunderbolt, you know, just hit me. And, and I, of course, I ran and followed it for, for quite a while. Because I was afraid, I didn't, you know, I didn't think there's anything wrong. I didn't need to change. So, mm. um, so it was through the ministry of uh, uh, Steve Wingfield and his brother Wayne at First Wesleyan uh, that I accepted Christ uh, in a, a service. It's mm. awesome. I love uh, it. And it, you know, but you know, that acceptance was just the start. Mm. You know, and then and, and then the understanding of the repentance and trying to follow Christ. Uh, so the very beginning, of course, was decision, but the uh, repentance and trying to live like him is was what was uh, walk was all about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the aftermath. Yeah, <laughs> the aftermath. It. It, it, was, it wasn't pretty, but yeah. a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, love it. As we hop in here to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit just uh, revealed to you, illuminated, and that you, uh, you highlighted and wrote down? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Mm-hmm. Right, so as we look at this text highlighted, explain what's going on here. What's Paul talking about? Well, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, Church of Corinth, it just seemed like he was continually trying to put put out fires. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, this isn't right, you got this wrong, you know. And and at the time, uh, the church was, well, I follow Paul and I follow Apollos. And, 
And it just seems like in the early church there, either uh, to me, this is this is from the book of Dennis, but it just seems like <laughs> you know I know Paul left the church in good hands, mm-hmm. you know, but something happened that influenced the teaching of the body there, whether it was somebody, a usurper from the outside, or somebody he left leading got off tracks and started bringing in Jewish laws. Or, you know, it's just, it just seemed to me that, that there were just a lot of things that were uh, foundational that they were missing the mark on. Mm-hmm. So they had gotten to the point where they were, bragging about which, which teacher they were following. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, do you, before you can continue there, do yeah. you think that that's something you said there's, you know, the we, we got they got away from the foundational truths. Yeah. They got away from those things. Do you see that? Is that, is that something you see today in America, the church in America today, where oh, people yeah. get away from the foundations, get away from the simplicity of the gospel? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, uh, you know, human nature has not changed one bit. <laughs> that's true. You know, and, and, you know, we can break up and say, well, I follow what this guy says or, or, or I follow, you know, somebody else. And I think he's right, you know, and, and, and I think it applies today. And, and I think part of it is like in the Corinth, you know, it was the new church. And, you know, he even says uh, in verse 1 uh, that, you know, that you still need to be fed with mm with milk instead of me the word mm-hmm. and so um, something something got off track there a little bit and, yeah. and I mean it's that's, that's how we are that's, mm-hmm. that's people you know yep so how do you take a text like this and begin to apply what's a principle of application you think that we can apply into our lives um, I think it's it, it's important to uh, measure what we're taught for ourselves. And, of course, you know, back then, you know, they they didn't have the, uh, the Gospels or the written word. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can almost see how things could get off right. track because it was, you know, uh, they'd write Paul a letter and ask him, well, what do you think about this? And then two, three months later, he'd mm-hmm. get an answer, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we have the Scriptures and you know we don't always have to take a preacher at his word mm-hmm. or what somebody tells us at his word we have you know we have the truth right in front of us mm-hmm. so if we are misled or go awry you know it's it's you know fault but our own mm-hmm. yeah I, I even think uh and there's an aspect of to the positional place of a pastor and the teaching of the, of the word from from the place that a pastor is teaching. There's there's just an authoritative that we see in the scriptures, yet there's also, we see like the Bereans where it's like, all right, what has been said? And some people just say, oh, well, the pastor said that, so we know it's true. And it's like, mm, no, 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 not necessarily. Like uh, even as I've gone back and listened to teachings of mine from months or weeks or you know years ago, it's like, oh, yeah, like I was, I was off there. Like that, <laughs> yeah. wasn't, that wasn't the best thing or most accurate thing to say there. Was it heresy? No, I don't think so. But it wasn't it wasn't the most accurate thing there. Right. That's what you know. Ultimately, it's God who gives the growth and yeah. relying upon Amen. that. So, uh, so what was? How did the Holy Spirit uh, call Dennis to respond in this text? Um, it's just uh, 
Well, you know, and like your comment, you know, be careful with with how strongly sometimes you may come across when something that is not one of the essentials. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved uh, J. Vernon McGee. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with him. Walk through the Bible. Yeah. Or through the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Take the Bible bus. He goes through the whole Bible in five years on radio. Mm-hmm. And he, he got in Revelations. He was talking about the people that were talking about pre-trib mm-hmm. and people that were post-trib, and he said he was a pan-tribulation. And I'm wondering what that was. And <clears throat> he said, well, it's going to pan out just like God wants it to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think it's fun to discuss these things and come down on one side or the other, but mm-hmm. to be real dogmatic about the non-essentials uh, doesn't get us anywhere. Mm-hmm. It causes division. Mm-hmm. But with the essentials... It's important that we are grounded and have a firm understanding of what we believe. Mm-hmm. And then when we hear something that doesn't line up completely with what we believe, we look into it. Mm-hmm. And if it's coming from a teacher or a pulpit, look at it and then go discuss it and get clarity on it. That's good. Good word there. Well, thanks for joining us here today and this week on the GC Everyday Podcast. Look forward to seeing you here next week as we'll continue through the book of 1 Corinthians.